Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Cricket Podcast. I think it should never be permitted to happen again. Hello and welcome to the Cricket Podcast. It's our second IPL special. Whoop whoop! Max celebrate. is joining me. This- yeah, celebrate. Max is in the house tonight. How are you, Max? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Um, I'm full of excitement um, because not only is it Thursday, so it means the weekend is almost here. It's also the almost the start of the double headers of IPL cricket at the weekend. That's where we're really getting down to it now. Back yeah, to back where- action. I think back-to-back action is uh, what the people want and it's what the people are going to get. Uh, on this week's uh, special, as always, we will be looking at the previous three days um, and the previous games that have been played, giving them a quick round-up, what the narratives, what's gone in the games. Um, Max, have you been impressed so far? We, we were we were pretty happy on Monday. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's fair to say that the, the IPL has uh, navigated itself to some calmer waters compared to what we saw over the weekend. Yeah, well, there was there was a super over in there. <laughs> there was, yes, um, but the the last few days haven't been quite the uh, quite the hair raising chases that we've uh, that we've seen recently. This, this is true, and we'll also be previewing the upcoming. Was it six? I think it is between now six, and yeah. uh, now and Monday's show. Fridays so, and um, Monday. So uh, it is a jam-packed show, and we'll be sure to get on with it. Um, Very confusing for all the uh, IPL fantasy players out there. Yeah, I'm not really sure what's going to happen with that. I mean, I've been burning through transfers um, like like it's nobody's business. A little little trigger happy. Well, it's just for me, like the whole Dream 11 fantasy, I've just bought into it. I didn't think I'd like it that much. I didn't know the rules at the start. That doesn't help, did it? Yeah, we we were sort of caught a bit short there with uh, picking a picking a nice team that had a good spread of all the uh, all the all the top players, and then realizing <laughs> that you can change it 110 times <laughs> yeah, every so, day. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the bit. But what I, what I do like is the op- there should be an option where I think you should just be able to pick like three players from each side and almost do like a dream team like that. That would be quite interesting. Mm. 
Um, I'd definitely do that. Uh, anyway, away from my um, terrible planning and terrible fantasy uh, cricket, um, Max, shall we, uh, shall we get straight into the show and uh, start off with uh, a review of the Sunrisers Hyderabad versus the Delhi Capitals? Let's do it. Um, so I think it's fair to say that our concerns about the explosiveness of the DC lineup were confirmed um, as they lost by 15 runs against what is, I think, an, a, it's an increasingly confusing Sunrisers Hyderabad. Um, this time, their big three bats all made more than 40 runs, which uh, propelled them to a decent score of 162, um, which I think looked like a bit of a tricky surface to bat on. Or the commentators, once they get the, uh, oh, it's a bit too paced, it's a bit too paced, that's all they seem to they say. They get it stuck in their head, don't they? They really, really do. Um, and then Rashid Khan, I mean, he's just span a web. He finally turned up and uh, removed three of DC's top four and effectively put the game beyond the capitals. Maybe that bash uh, to the head did him good the other week. Well, yeah, maybe it did. Maybe Knocked it did. a bit of sense into him. It's interesting, <laughs> actually, what you're saying about the commentators getting the uh, two-pacedness of the pitch into their heads because it's quite a lot like what happens to batsmen when they get the two-paced nature of a pitch into their heads. So often you see a game where a team goes out, they find it's a bit slow or you know a bit, a bit dodgy bounce or something, and everyone goes in to bat absolutely petrified, and then the other team come out, the opener makes it look easy, and everyone's like, oh, I don't know what you're what you're on about. <laughs> it is that sometimes people just look a cut above, and it's not because they are better than other people. It is as you say, it's because some players have just shit the bed themselves. <laughs> Uh, there is a kind of a narrative around the Sunrisers Hyderabad that's coming out, and it's around um, whether they should or shouldn't be playing Warner, Bairstow and Williamson. Um, and ultimately that's because Mohamed Nabi is a quality T20 player, and obviously you can't really not play Rashid Khan, in the, especially where they don't have that many bowlers. Mm. Um, after watching the game, do we think actually that they're just... They're, that they're actually getting their team right with Williamson in. So this is Kane Williamson here, for the, those of you who don't know cricket. Yeah, well, I think it's um, something we spoke about before when I uh, perhaps now uh, made my ill-thought-out prediction of Sunrisers <laughs> to win the IPL this year, um, which was based sort of on the fact that they've got their big hitters up the top for the whole competition, which they didn't previously. Um, mm-hmm. And the counter to that, obviously, is that they're a little too reliant on Warner and Best up the top. So actually bringing in Williamson does give them a little bit more to to fall back on in terms of the batting. And he came in a score of, what, 40-odd, didn't he? So uh, um, I, I think I think it's something that we suggested they might have to do. They, they, they did it, and they won. So... I would I would suggest that maybe they're just going to have to stick with that and uh, it's going to be bad luck Mohammed Nabi. <laughs> it it did he didn't look like a man who had not played cricket for 6 months either. No. He uh he oozed class I think would be the way. He's just got that ability just to place the ball wherever he wants to put it. And he's, it's just yeah, he's a wonderful cricketer, you know. And I think people sometimes when a batsman is so technically gifted, they kind of forget the, that helps in t- 2020 cricket. Sometimes they see a T20 player and it's all about hitting sixes. Mm. But actually, Kane Williamson can hit sixes, but he just looks like an elegant Ian Bell-esque kind of player. Yeah, I mean, um, picking the gap is important, isn't it? I mean, you'll that's the you find that the way that teams set up, you know, you get people right on the edge of the circle. Sometimes not necessarily minding if they give the single away because that. Yeah, it tends to be a good result, um, but it gives them a little bit 
that little bit uh, more of a chance to to cut off the boundary in the infield. So picking that gap becomes all the more important in uh, in a game of T20 cricket. So yeah, having that ability is arguably just as uh, important as being able to bash it 100 meters. Because you know, if you hit it for if you hit it for for six. 75 metres, and you hit it for six, 95 metres, you're still only getting six runs. <laughs> uh, I'm, I must, we'd be amiss if I didn't mention one of my favourite players, and that is um, Rabada. He is, uh, mm. he's looking He's looking ferocious. He's, uh, he's looking fast. He's uh, also smashed a six, which was nice to see. Always love a fast bowler smashing a six. It kind of chest out, yes, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, it was a pointless six, but it was a good six. Yeah, well, even better. Some some people, I can imagine. Max, I reckon you know how many sixes you've hit in your career. If you gave me about a minute, I could probably count, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's definitely single figures. <laughs> so I think it's fair to say there's no such thing as a pointless six when uh, you're in that position, mate. Uh, anyway, I think that wraps it up. I think um, it was a good win for Sunrisers, um, and Delhi Capitals will be disappointed with, uh, with their performance. Um, next up on the block was KKR versus the Rajasthan Royals. Um, we kind of went into this thinking that these are the two or two of the most exciting IPL teams and they were facing off um, what should be a close encounter. Um, however, our fears about Rajasthan Royals moving to a bigger ground than the back garden of Sharjah <laughs> um, ultimately ran true and they were well beaten by a pretty... It was a seasoned performance by KKR, actually, I'd say. Um, and pretty inexperienced from... Rajasthan Royals, they lost eight of their nine wickets out court, um, which kind of says uh, they yeah. didn't really get the get it get it right. You're going to put that down to the batting, aren't you? <laughs> Rather than magic from with the ball. Yeah, I, th- I think KKR kind of they were just like, Do you know what? Let's be consistent. Let's be disciplined and watch themselves get out. And ultimately, it was only Tom Curran who didn't get himself out. Who hit a pretty good fifty-four. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, it's quite interesting. There was no magic, unfortunately, from Tawatia. Uh, which everyone was kind of expecting again. <laughs> yeah, um, well, we hoped for it, didn't we? It was uh, it was quite a show last time, but I think he, he was uh, he left a little little too much to do this time around. Um, we said that KKR might actually start the tournament slowly, and that's kind of what they did. I mean, they're they're kind of picking up pace now; and it's starting to click. Um, except for their captain Kartik, um, do we think that that is adding even more pressure on him? Uh, runs are really important as a captain, or actually the fact that they're winning under his captaincy is saving him. What, 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 do, we, what, do, we, what do you think there, Max? As long as they're winning, then they have to be happy, don't they? Um, individual performances, uh, obviously, will you know there'll be, there'll be questions. Uh, he's not not done well, and he's probably not the um, not the star player that a lot of other. Uh, a lot of the other franchises actually have as their captain. So, you know, you look at people like Warner, Smith, Coley, you know, big, big names. And um, mm-hmm. Kartik probably doesn't quite come into that, that bracket. But if he's got the Naus as a captain to win games, you know, like we've seen oh. it with Owen Morgan for England, if you have that ability, then it's it's worth having you in there, especially in, in T20 when tactics comes into it uh, so much more mm-hmm. and it you know, there's only twenty overs, so you might have a bit more, a uh, bit more of a chance for for other other players in the team to to step up. So you know, as long as you're winning, I think be happy. Well, you've heard, you've heard it here first. Dinesh Kartik is uh, is T20s Mike Brearley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that is largely what I was getting at there, isn't it? 
<laughs> uh, he's also gonna... he's also a good translator. I don't know if you saw the uh, the post match um, where uh, it was uh, uh, Kartik and um, Mavi. Uh, Mavi. Uh, when he he got the man of the match award, Kartik was was playing playing translator for Mavi there, which was a, a nice nice little uh, nice little segment. Bobby and Bangwa <laughs> looked absolutely well. He just looked confused, really, when he was talking to trying to talk to um, to Mavi and asking him the question in English, and then Mavi would respond uh, in um, in Punjabi and well, not quite answer the question. <laughs> uh, I think uh, when it comes to this this game. Like bowling to people like Joss Butler, Steve Smith, the informed Samson, um, let alone Tawatia, who is now obviously mythical status. Yeah. Um, some bowling units would have completely crumbled, I think. Um, but KKR, each of their bowlers took a wicket, and only one of them went for over six point six in an over overall. Um, do you think it was just a case of our Rajasthan Royals kind of? having a bit too much confidence. Even though they conceded 200 in both games they played, they chased it down. They were maybe just suffered from that a little bit. Or maybe, or, you know, you just, you're not going to be able to chase down 200 every time, are you? It's, it doesn't have a defeatist attitude. (laughs) It doesn't happen regularly. It's not always going to be possible. So if you do rely on batting a lot like that, Mm -hmm. then um, you are opening yourself up a little bit to performances like that. Well, I think it was a great time for them to have a bit of a reality check, if I'm perfectly honest. And uh, it'll probably put, as, as much as it is a loss, it'll probably put them in a, a good stead moving forward. Yeah, and it's kept the kept the table looking quite even and exciting as well, which is always good. It is. We like we love a bit of competition. Um, Max, Kings Eleven Punjab versus Mumbai Indians. Yeah, uh, so a game that, well, going into the tournament, you'd have thought you could only see one winner, really. Mumbai Indians are the... The big cheese of the IPL with um, with the success that they've had, and we we said in uh, in our preview shows that perhaps Kings Eleven Punjab might be one of the weaker sides. Um, uh, it looked like being quite a close game to start to start with, really. I mean, Rohit scored scored a, a really nice seventy or forty five, um, but they they never really got away uh, from Kings Eleven Punjab uh, with the bat. At least at first, um, you know, it was looking it was looking like maybe one fifty, one sixty would be uh, be what they'd end up on, which would be probably a fairly maybe a par a par score. It didn't like like the easiest pitch to bat on. It looked like it was setting it up for a an exciting game. Um, but then um, Karen Pollard and um, Hardik Pandya turned up, and between them scored seventy seven off thirty one balls. Yeah, that's just quite tasty, uh, isn't it? So, <laughs> once again, we've seen nearly eighty runs scored off like the last five overs, and <laughs> um, and that basically, it, well, that, that ended it really as a contest. I think uh, question marks over the decisions to bowl uh, a Galtam at the the death, uh, an off spinner bowling to two right handers who promptly took him apart. Yeah, that, that was a bit like, oh, thanks, mate. Thank, thank, thanks, thanks, KL. Yeah, you cheers for pro- that. Properly stuffed me up here. They'd already bowled Sheldon Cottrell out, so they couldn't couldn't call on him to go for another. Yeah, 30. well, he, yeah, he, yeah, like, like you say, he went he went for thirty and over the other week. Uh, Shammy was bowled out, um, mm-hmm. so they're a bit stuck, really. Um, Jimmy Neesham's got a good record as as a death bowler, but he went for fifty two off his four overs. Um, I thought Jimmy Neesham would had terrible death over stats. Uh, sorry, have I said but that anyway, But anyway, regardless, he, he went for <laughs> loads of runs anyway. If he has a good record, then he doesn't, he doesn't anymore. have a good run anymore. 
Um, I'm just I'm just going on what I've been told. Oh, okay, by by, uh, by your Jimmy Nishan fan cl- fan club. Yeah, um, otherwise known as Jack. <laughs> yeah, interesting enough. Um, Kings when Rahul fails is. I mean, a goal looks like a class player, mm. but again, they're reliant so much on those two. Um, Puran finally hit some runs in the tournament, but even then... Yeah, it's, it was, it's, it's it was a enough. nice 40, but you needed more at that point, didn't you, if you're going to win the game? And he, um, yeah, he, he batted nicely, and it's it'll be useful for him get a bit of form and hopefully kick on. But yeah, you, you've you've hit the nail on the head, really, by with what you say about them being so reliant on uh, KL Rahul and Agarwal, who are the top two run scorers so far. They've played a game more than most people, but they're both on over 200 runs, mm-hmm. uh, both with a century. And as you say, I mean, K- uh, Kings Eleven have scored, have put together some big scores in their last few games, but both of those have involved uh, hundreds from their openers. And if their openers don't get those runs, then the the pressure told really on the, on the rest of the order, and it was it was never never going to happen after about the first four four or five overs. It's it's again for me. Where is the big show? Glenn Maxwell is not turning up at this he tournament. Had a, he had a torrid time of it when he came out. He just looked like he was trying to hit the ball so hard every time, and it didn't it didn't look pretty. It really didn't. Uh, there was. When he came into bat, actually, there was, there was clearly a tactic by um, Mumbai Indians. They had um, Krinal Pandya bowling basically wides. Right. Like there was uh, one. I think it was his uh, his second over. He started with three wides and four balls, and the one dot ball that wasn't a wide was definitely a wide that should have been given a wide <laughs> and wasn't. And he was basically just like deliberately trying to bowl it on that like blue line that mm-hmm. marks the wide area. And it was. Um, uh, and I think uh, Char Charha started doing it as well uh, a few overs later. It was clearly clearly a tactic that they'd they'd gone with in those middle overs to try and I guess just pack out one side of the ground and um, presumably the long boundary and say right I'm just going to bowl, wi- bowl wide see what you can do. <laughs> it was it wasn't great to watch. Yeah, well, if, that's the thing. You, you, bowlers have a tougher time as it is. They've got to innovate somehow. And if yeah. that's going to be the tactic, that's what they've got to do. Um, Maxwell got 11 off of 18 balls. Yeah. Um, my big thing here, Max, when are we going to see Chris Gale come into this 11? Oh, it's, we all want to see it. Everyone wants to see it. Come on, get him in. Get him in. No. Like, I think if, you, if you're going to... Like Jimmy Neesham, it's, it's good, well, well and good having that person in, but I think the only way they're going to win more games in this tournament is if they hit more runs. Um, and Karen Nair is doing nothing, nothing to, to contribute, yeah. contribute to that. Okay, maybe we should well, get get Gale to bowl as well. He could bowl oh, at the death. Bit of off spin, <laughs> big sun brimmed hat, glasses yeah. on, bit of class. Anyway, that rounds up the games um, for this week. Um, Max, let's have a quick break, yep. and we'll could be back with the six previews. Kings 11 Punjab The Kings eh? Captain Ashwin Kings 11 Punjab Play Punjabi Play Punjabi The Kings eh? Yeah so now we move forward to the previews of the upcoming games um it is time for the double headers and they start on Saturday but before that we are squeaking in, well, not we are, the IPL are squeaking in CSK versus Sunrisers Hyderabad. 
Max, uh, what can we expect from the game? What should we uh, what should we be looking out for? Well, last year this would have been um, a big one, wouldn't it? Top of the table clash could be deciding who makes it through to that all important uh, first second place finish. Uh, this year it's a bit of a wooden spoon so far. Um, actually, though, like it's. I think this is a really, really important game in the context of both of their IPL seasons. Um, they both won a game. CSK won their first game against Mumbai Indians, which was uh, a bit of a surprise, and then proceeded to lose fairly meekly uh, their next two. And Sunrisers sort of did the opposite, started pretty rubbish, and then uh, uh, turned it around. Up. Hmm? Those rise up, haven't they? Oh, rise up! Yeah, very mm-hmm. good. Atlanta Falcons style. <laughs> um, so yeah, they will both be hoping that they can get a win out of this, based on the form of the other two. And I think it basically will be, well, it will it will define one of these one of these teams' competitions and sort of get them back into it because the the table's very even. Uh, I think that's one of the one of the things that stands out so far from the IPL is that we're um, three or four games in. And no team has won three games yet. I, th- I think the pitches are actually quite a good level on the different grounds. I think they are the the way in which they've moved moved around. This yes, there's going to be some teams that play at other grounds more often than others. But actually, I think because people get used to the pitches, they kind of start seeing it as their home ground, and then all of a sudden they're in another environment, and it doesn't go doesn't go to plan. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of liking that narrative at the moment, where uh, yeah, we're just mixing up what very very well organised IPL. <laughs> Yeah, not, not not having a home ground definitely makes a difference to a lot of these teams. So it'll be really, really interesting to see what happens uh, with the two of them. They are well, the two well, that a hu- are bottom. It's a huge thing, right, for CSK. Their, their, their whole approach when they played at home was to bowl spinners as much as possible. Mm. And people struggled against that. And now that is just a tactic that is not working for yeah, them. Yeah, we, we thought it might, you know, we thought that the pitches might be quite conducive to spin based on, based on the fact that they're in the UAE. But actually, we've not, we've not necessarily necessarily easy for me to say <laughs> seen that um yesterday i think we we saw that actually it, it seemed a bit and it was quite good for just bowling line and length so mm-hmm. yeah uh perhaps perhaps that is something that has affected csk's chances so the other big thing i think about this game is will we see Dhoni do some batting because <laughs> he seems to have shirked the responsibility so far i know it's hard for a lot of our listeners to hear that but it's it is the truth. Sometimes truths are hard, and you have to accept the fact. Uh, Donny's hiding at the moment, and uh, perhaps this is the game where he comes out and stamps his authority on things and takes CSK back into the uh, the middle of the middle of the table and in with a shout for uh, for a successful season. Sunrisers, on the other hand, we will be. I think looking at their selection, that will be what we want to, what we'll be most interested in. Do they stick with Kane Williamson uh, ahead of Mohamed Nabi, or do they go back to what they tried in the first two games, uh, which ultimately failed them? So I think they're the two things to watch out for in that one. But uh, it could be a tight one. It it might not be a high-scoring thriller, but it could be one of those close ones. Fair enough. I think um, Donny hides so much, he even wears camouflage would be one of my jokes. I think I'd rather. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for actually a, a Donny win, actually. I think the CSK will overcome Sunrisers Hyderabad um, purely on the fact that 
Uh, I've got no evidence. Right. <laughs> just, I, I, I just think they've had, what, I think it was seven days off now, or six, at least six days off. Um, they surely will have a new game plan. If they don't have a new game plan, they will lose. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on to the double headers. So uh, it's RCB versus the Rajasthan Royals. The mystery machine that is Coley Dew and the gang turned up um, big time in their last game, batting-wise. Um, but their bowling continues to worry. Chris Morris may well return to the side, but team balance will again be an issue. Um, Radishtown Royals will be looking to Joss Butler and Steve Smith, who has continued in his opener role um, to set them a much better platform than they have been doing. Um, again, it's their bowling that poses the biggest issues. Uh, spin is going to become increasingly important in this tournament, and unfortunately, Gopal looks like a village idiot, let alone a village cricketer. <laughs> um, and so let's expect yeah, this to be a battle. <laughs> let's expect this to be a battle of who can be the least shit, I think. Um, and when A.B. de Villiers is on one of those sides, it's probably not going to be his team. So for me, it's going to be an RCB win. Max, um, wh- what do you think about that? Do you think um, we've got that right? Or am I being a bit too harsh to the Rajasthan Royals? Well, um there is a lot of talent in the Rajasthan Royal side, mm-hmm. and when it comes together, it boy does it come together. We saw that in some of the the earlier games. So I think perhaps a little harsh. And um, if there's one thing that we've learned so far from this tournament is that um, our guesses and predictions have been fairly wide of the mark. I think ours are pretty good. Ours are pretty good. We've yeah. been running the, we've been running the polls Well, I think on gen- generally the thing about that is that there's three of us and each of us tends to make a slightly different decision. So there's always a good chance that one of us is going to be right. <laughs> as, you, as they say, if you throw enough shit against the wall, some of it will stick. But yeah, our listeners, on the other hand, have been dire. Mm-hmm. Did we do we, a poll? We- I'm not sure if we did a poll today, but as of yesterday, they were one from nine. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a pretty good record, guys. That's, I think we should uh, keep it up. far from a statistical anomaly at this stage. I, th- I think your point around there being a lot of talent in the Redstone Royal side completely rings true for RCB as well, and it completely depends on yeah, how they used, turn up We're used to them do. blowing it, though, aren't we? Yeah, we are indeed. We are indeed. Uh, Joffrey Archer, obviously in the... And he's bowling pretty well, actually. Fast. He's, bowling he's, he's, fast. He is, he is bowling fast. I think um, we, when we were chatting on WhatsApp, it was around Archer... If Archer bowled like that, in the test team, that's where you want him. That's where you want him to be bowling. Mm. You don't want him in this weird enforcer role. You want him doing what he's doing in this tournament. Just wind him up and let him go, basically. Mm-hmm. So Root, a, listen and learn. A, <laughs> uh, it's an RCB win for me, Max. Are you going to back the Royals? Yeah. And then one of all us right. is right. There we go. We're covering all bases on the podcast, not sitting on the fence. Um, next up, and um, then the doubleheader Super Saturday um, is the Delhi Capitals versus Kolkata Knight Riders. Um, it's currently first versus second um, in the matchup, and two of the teams who they go about things slightly differently. Um, KKR, uh, like the power bottom of the uh, of the of the IPL, um, while DC. Take a more traditional kind of missionary approach. I think is the is the way in which I'd describe it. <laughs> missionary, interesting. Uh, <laughs> What's uh, what would KKR be then? As I said, they'd be the power bottom, Max. That's that's what, that's what, that's the role they would be taking. The power up. bottom is that? Yeah, the, the, I say they're the cowboys of the competition. The cowboys. Think, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, go, we'll go with that if right. we're going to continue on this. Uh, <laughs> the metaphor that this. you've chosen. <laughs> Uh, this game will ultimately come down to a battle between their bowling unit, DC. So they've got um, Naughty, who uh, I will always get his name wrong. Yep. 
um, Rabada, uh, Mishra, etc., um, versus KKR's hitters in Russell, Morgan, Rana, and Kartik. I mean, Kartik, I, I don't see him as the biggest hitter in the world, but Narine will definitely uh, definitely play, I think. Um, yet, there is some rumours, and I'm not sure where these rumours are coming from, Max, that Narine might well be replaced by Tom Banton. Um, Narine currently has an economy of nearly eight, with an average of 46, which is um, not really what you want from your supposed strike bowler. Um, and then with a the bat, he's averaging just nine, which is, is not great in itself. But it's uh, yeah, but it's a strike rate of 92. So he's not even doing his pinch hitter role like he should be doing. Um, is this just a case of people have worked him out a little bit, Max? Or do we think that, do you know what, it's just a bit of a bit of a dip in form. He will soon come good. Well, he's, he's been around in the IPL for quite a long time and been fairly successful. So it might be a change in conditions. don't know. It's a tough one. Uh, so the, the the talk is around dropping in for Tom Banton. Um, but that does take you take away a bowling option. So is is that um, with a view to doing some more reshuffling or literally a, a like for like? Well, it's, it's, it's an interesting one, right? They've obviously got the limit on the overseas players, but we don't know what Tom Banton bowls, do we, Max? And he could I'd, actually be. I'd love could, to see. He could be the perfect. You never, you never know. He could be the perfect opening bowler. Imagine that Somerset wicketkeeper, an England wicketkeeper turned IPL opening bowler. That is an IPL success story waiting to happen. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> uh, speaking of stranger things, um, there's been plenty of super overs this year. And uh, last year, one of the highlights of the IPL was Rabada versus Dre Russ. Um, can we see this game going to the wire? I'm, I'm thinking we kind of could. Um, and Definitely, if, yeah. If, if we did see that, who do you reckon would come out on top? I'm going to go with Rabada. He's uh, looking he's- hot at the moment. He is. He's looking great. He's looking great. Uh, these two teams do look like the two best teams in the tournament at the moment. Um, is that fair to say, or am I jumping the gun a little bit on this? Uh, I think that's. I think that's fair. I think they're the most exciting. Uh, well, KKR are the most exciting, and Delhi Capitals seem to have been the most consistent, apart from their uh, somewhat surprise defeat the other day, mm-hmm. the Sunrisers. But we, we've spoken about it before. The The narrative behind Delhi Capitals is that they don't necessarily have the firepower. So if KKR go out there and put a big score up, I would back them quite comfortably. Fair enough. Um, next up is Super Sunday. So we move from Super Saturday to Super Sunday. Uh, first game is uh, Mumbai Indians versus Sunrisers Hyderabad, is it not, Max? Correct, yes. So um, after Friday's... Um, well, last hurrah. I mean, I've, I've built it as a last hurrah. We're only four games in, so it's a little, uh, <laughs> little premature. But uh, it's the uh, relegation six pointer. Yeah, is. the relegation six pointer uh, between um, between CSK and SRH. They both have a chance to kick on from whatever they do there. Uh, probably sunrises with the slightly tougher task as they face Mumbai Indians uh, straight up. Um, Mumbai Indians are probably showing signs of clicking into gear, I'd say. Uh, they were probably unlucky to lose uh, in that super over after the, the rear guard action actually brought them to a tie and then they fell short just at the end um, with some, yeah, was it seven? Seven for one they got? Not, not uh, That's not going to win you a super over. And uh, as we said, Sunrisers have been a bit poor, but after bringing in Kane Williamson last time out, it did make a difference. But They've no, they've got no 
really big scores yet, which is quite surprising given the the firepower we talked about with Warner and Best up the top. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they don't put on another big score, they might be in trouble because Mumbai Indians have been scoring big in their last three games. It's been um, over over one ninety in each of the last three. Yeah, um, when, when you've got someone who coming up against Brohit, it's all about matching him. Yeah, you've, you've got to get him out early, or you need someone who's going to match him. And David Warner and Bairstow both have it in the locker. Pandy's looked okay, but it's kind of that anchor role more than anything as as a big hitter. And Williamson, as we said. He's 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 going to be the glue that keeps this unit together. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. So, largely down to the batting lineups, I think that one uh, mm-hmm. will be key to who comes out on top. But for me, um, I, I can't see I can't see anything but uh, a Mumbai Indians win myself. Especially with the likes of Bumrah, who you just can't score runs off. It just doesn't <laughs> happen. You can't you can't do it. I wonder I wonder how, if we were to face. Bumrah, how we get on? If we if we both had six balls, yeah. How many how many times do you reckon you'd get out against Bumrah? It depends how many times the ball was going to hit the stumps, because I'm not getting anywhere near any of them. <laughs> if he bowls if he bowls outside the line of the stumps, then it's a maiden, and I I walk with the red ink and and we're all happy. You know, I might get lucky if I swing. I might get an edge down the yep. third man for four. Please leave third man open. Um, yeah. Love it, love it. Uh, Max, the next one is also on you for Kings Eleven Punjab versus CSK. Yeah, so CSK's follow-up to their game with Sunrisers is arguably a little easier than Sunrisers against Mumbai. Um, if CSK win these two games, then they are right back in it, up towards the top of the table, given how even it's been so far with teams trading wins. And, um, I mean, they've definitely got a chance. Um Kings Eleven have definitely got bowling issues. We've we've seen that. Uh, aside from Shami and Cottrell, they're they're scrabbling around really for overs, especially when it comes to the death. Uh, maybe a question about whether they should bring back Chris Jordan, who can bowl at the death, although in his early outings uh, showed no sign of being able to bowl at the death. So maybe maybe not such a good idea. We'll, we'll see. We um, want Gale. We want Gale. <laughs> and we do want Gale. And then, of course, the other thing that we've already mentioned uh, today is the reliance on Rahul and Agarwal, mm-hmm. who have been smacking it to all parts. But if they don't smack it to all parts, then they're left a bit stuck. Mm-hmm. So another close one, I expect, without too many fireworks. Um, what do you reckon, Ross? What do you reckon is going to be the outcome of that? Well, I think it's interesting because, as you said, like, for CSK, they've got... Two, actually, if you were to judge the fixtures, two pretty easy fixtures. So Sunrisers and Kings Eleven, both very winnable. Mm. Um, and if they win both of those, that completely transforms what they've done in the competition. Yeah. All of the pressure that's on Dhoni, all of a sudden everyone's going, he's a genius, we've told you, never doubt Dhoni. Um, and so it's that bit, I'm just kind of, I said CSK will probably beat Sunrisers. I mean, I'm really hoping they don't because I think they'll easily win this game. I just There's just something about Kings Eleven that it just... They just seem like a bit of a basement team to me, if I'm perfectly honest. Well, this is the other thing I've written down is that it's the um, the team that we thought should be bad, but actually aren't that bad, against a team that we thought should be good and are quite bad. <laughs> I we looked at the Kings Eleven squad and we thought that they yeah they were probably the weakest team in the tournament. I think that's fair mm-hmm. to say. And yeah. then Raúl and Agarwal have come out and well shown us shown us up really. So thanks for that, guys. 
<laughs> and um, and then on the other hand, CSK, you know, we thought Captain Dhoni leading the line, Rashid Khan. No, so I got 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 that wrong. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. I do know. I do know. You know. Okay, I mean. Max. Uh, well, you're going to sit on the fence, I'm guessing, and go for a tie or a, <laughs> in that game. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with Kings Eleven Punjab. Okay, well, I'll, uh, I'll take CSK and we'll see who comes out on top on Monday's show. Um, finally, and to wrap up the preview and the podcast, we've got RCBs, the Royal Challengers Bangalore versus Delhi Capitals. Um, the Lottery Balls, um, led by their chief ball picker in Kohli, face off against the ever-reliable but somewhat boring Delhi Capitals, which I think will result in uh, Rabada getting even more wickets um, to contribute to his purple cap. Um, could well see the return of Ravi Ashwin, uh, which could be a, a huge, huge benefit for them. Um, I think a typically middling and consistent performance by Delhi Capitals will get them a win here, purely by the fact that both of these teams only have a day between this game. Yeah, And I kind of think that actually can you expect fireworks, as you were kind of talking about in the last preview, um, to happen all the time? They do have the players to do that, but actually I think rotation is, start, is going to start to become a bit of a factor. Um, and RCB's second is string. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't trust that to uh, to hold some a joint of hand together, let alone anything else. So <laughs> it's it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be look, Josh Philippe when he came in looked all at sea as an IPL international player. What, what was that all about? That was such a bizarre selection. Yeah, like, he might, he's got loads and loads of promise, but ultimately he might have just been promoted a little bit too soon. Mm. So uh, I think for that game, um, I think Delhi Capitals are going to have that in the bag. I think they're only, they're only going to get stronger if Ashwin does come back. Um, and I think we're yet to see the best from the likes of like, Stoyness. He, he showed up in the first game, but actually I think they're going to start to figure out a little bit more what their best batting lineup is. And they've already got a few wins under their belt. I just can't see RCB uh, doing anything in that game, unfortunately. I think it's amazing how quickly we've changed our minds about Marcus Stoinis. Uh, I, I, but half a year uh, ago, we were asking, what is a Marcus Stoinis? And now <laughs> now he's the key to all the success of the Delhi Capitals. I think I just like him more because Jack doesn't like him. That's, that's my, I think that, that is very, that's a very endearing quality to me. It's always a good position to take. <laughs> uh, so Max, who, you, who do you think is uh, going to be on the, uh, on the winning end there? Uh, I think it's let's let's say it's going to be one of those days where uh, RCB get it right. Oh, I like it. I, I like, like to story. I like to be controversial. <laughs> uh, well, what we are going to know by Monday is how the IPO is shaping up even further. It's obviously been a little bit of a slow burn. There's been some fantastic games in there so far, um, and the table is looking, as you've said, Max, relatively even. Um, by the time our podcast comes out on Tuesday, it's going to look very very different. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and if it doesn't, then, well, it won't, will it? Because we've just said it's going to look different. So it's <laughs> bound to look exactly the same. Uh, but that's that's good for the competition. You know, we want to we want to keep it going as, as deep as possible. And mm-hmm. as few dead rubbers at the end as possible uh, is, is what we want. Keep everyone absolutely. engaged. Absolutely. Uh, Right, that wraps up the show. Please share it with your friends. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Cricket Pod, and subscribe on all podcast platforms. Thank you very much for listening, Max. Thank you for joining. Uh, thank you for having me. The Cricket Podcast. I think it should never be permitted to happen again. Very good. 
Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.